Welcome to season two of Sexcapades with Annie and Mr. A. The intro music is Hell's Coming With Me by Poor Man's Poison. Give them a listen. You will not regret it. They're great. Annie and I are a married heterosexual couple living in the Midwest. We are not sex professionals, but we do have an adventurous and healthy sex life. We thought we would share our sex positivity with you. Welcome back. We are... Recording this episode on New Year's Day, so we thought we would... Happy belated New Year's Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because by the time you hear this, it'll be far from New Year's Day. But in the spirit of that, uh, what I thought we would do is uh, a year-end top 10 list of the best places to bang circa 2023. Via places we've been, right? Yeah. Okay. Because that was 100% not true. Right. We're not It's like, I'm not prepared to give a top 10 fuck places. Uh, No, uh, that was just a bunch of bullshit. Um, (laughs) But I will give a little backstory. We we are going to talk about places to bang. Um, But um, not just like in the car versus (laughs) in the bedroom. (laughs) We might get to that too. Have have we fucked in the car? No. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we have. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Uh, here's a location being the key here. Um, and we're on, we're on the tail end of a vacation that we took for sex purposes. And, um, the backstory to this is we were chatting probably a month or so ago. Uh, and I had this brilliant idea for the podcast (laughs) <laughs> and uh, so I have a little, you know, in my notes app, I jot down this thought, um, which I only know because I discovered it some days later when I was thinking of something else. And all it says is um, the importance of location. This is what happens when you write down notes while drinking whiskey <laughs> and sleep. Absolutely then... <laughs> no idea what I meant by that. I don't remember this idea at all, <laughs> but... Um, when I brought it up to Annie, uh, she turned it into something positive, she, as she often does, or at least a worthwhile idea, which is, um, you know, especially since we're, we're currently on a sex vacation, uh, to kind of talk about sex vacations. Yeah, not just like, I think a lot of people think, if they think of sex vacation, they're thinking of like the hedonist or someplace that just everything about it is centered on sex stuff. Um but rather, we like to just go on vacations where we know our focus of being on vacation um, is not so much museums and, and and checking out those types of things. Although we did go to the botanical gardens. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we're here. We know that we're going to um, be doing a lot of, like, adventurous sexual things uh, while we're out here. And some, some trips have been more focused on, like, the dom-sub stuff and – We've really gone all in on what's happening and, you know, the risque clothing and stuff like that. But then there are other trips like this also is like kind of a working trip for us for some things. 
sex related. And so we have that going and it's all research. <laughs> it's for science. It's for science. But, <laughs> but yeah, we thought we'd talk and share with you guys, like how we go about picking places to, to visit related to that and things that you can do or not do. Right. Well, and I'm just assuming, or we, we are assuming that if you're listening to this, you might be in a similar position in which if you are being adventurous with your sexual activity, you really can't be that adventurous like in your hometown. Right. Like we can't do the things, all the things that we want to do or that are exciting to us in our hometown because there's a better than 50% chance that if we did, someone who knows us would right. uh, find out, would see us, we get fired, our kids would, uh, disown <laughs> us, right, right. <laughs> you know, the whole thing. So. Um, we kind of table some of our more adventurous um, sex activities, not necessarily the activities, but it, it particularly if, if, if it involves not being in the confines of our house yeah. um, for, for times when we, when we travel so that we can be a little bit more adventurous without the, I mean, there's never no <laughs> risk, but with very minimal risk uh, of any, anything that we do getting back to um, the folks back home. Right. We definitely don't want to, you know, offend anybody that we know or to also just, you know, jeopardize a career or anything like that. So we're, we, we are cautious, uh, closer to home and we get less cautious <laughs> yeah. as we travel. I mean, we, we try not to offend anybody, mm-hmm. but especially people who, um, you know, are friends and family and, or people who could, uh, terminate our employment. So. <laughs> Yes. Those are the most important Nobody people. Nobody wants to be terminated. Not to offend. <laughs> uh, strangers offensive. We try not to, but right. if you do, you do. <laughs> right. It's a lot less consequential. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'll, I'll let Annie take the lead on, on what uh, her thoughts were on uh, how we, because it's often, it's often her. I, I do pick a lot of the, our vacation spots. <laughs> uh, how she, she goes about selecting uh, some of these locations. Uh, yeah, I think there's different, different qualifications, uh, for where we're going, like where we are right now, we're in Tucson. Um, and Tucson isn't again, necessarily like a sexy town or a place where like, there's just a bunch of like sex things happening. It is decidedly (laughs) unsexy. Somebody, uh, one of our listeners actually that heard we were coming here asked why Tucson, (laughs) like, (laughs) So he wasn't thinking that this is a place to come and have a big sex adventure. But what I was thinking um, of, well, one, we've we've been here before. I've been here a few times. I I love the area. We're also, um, uh, you know, we we do a lot of working out and I'm more of an an outdoor enthusiast. So personally, like I love the desert. I lived in the desert years ago. Um, I love it out here uh, and I like to hike and get on some trails and things like that. So we were kind of hoping one that we could get on some trails and do some some photo shoots of some things. Um, and we, we Mr. A is a big fan of like the the couple butt shot or any 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 place we go on vacation. He likes to take at least one butt photo of just yeah. you know vacation butt photo. I, I, this is all inspired. I think I've said this before on the pod, but there's an uh, Instagram. I think they're also on Twitter called Cheeky Exploits, and there's there's some. Um, I think there's some um, copycats out there now, but Cheeky Exploits is this person. She I got featured on 60 Minutes mm-hmm. one time because she had this massive Instagram following, and all it was 
was her and or people submitting pictures to her of being on vacation, facing away. Looking totally normal. Yeah, looking totally <laughs> normal, but showing their butt. Right. And I, I just think it's I just think it's really cute and fun. And so I, I do try to take at least one such shot. Uh, and, and, we've, we and we've had some success on trails before taking shots, like in Chattanooga and other places. Yeah. So really just thinking that um, I had this wrong notion, I think, that um, <laughs> here that we could find some, some, some tra- trails without people on them. Where we, but, you know, the desert's very wide open, and we have been on trails. But, and we got some shots, but there were people all around. So it was more almost like a public take-your-chance uh, type shot. But so... There's that to consider for me, landscape. Um, but then even if you're in an area that maybe doesn't have anything that's, you know, sexy in terms of that or, or that's not, uh, that might be con- we're on the conservative side, the second thing is location in terms of what, what are you renting for the week. Um, so Mr. A and I rarely rent a hotel room. We almost exclusively stay at Airbnbs unless it's a quick overnight someplace or the, the hotel maybe offers something very specific we're looking for. But I love to just get Airbnbs and settle in and, um, you know, we, we bring lots of stuff. And, and so for this one, uh, I was trying to find one that was as secluded as possible. We've had some failures with seclusion before, but um, this one... I'd say it was 85% what I was expecting. There are homes around us, but um, the lot is big and the walls around it are big. Um, and so we felt pretty private that we've been able to do some things outside that we wanted to do. Um, but at the same time, we can we can see homes. But when we when we went for our trail adventure and we could see the house, we really couldn't see down into the backyard. So we kind of we kind of scoped it out and decided that we were fairly safe of the 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 particular house literally backs up to a trail system yeah a nature preserve and so there's there are trails that run on this little it's not little this this ridge um all the way along behind the house so we can go out and see people running and you can hear them first because the sound travels forever um but we can see people running. You can see people biking all along this ridge. And it was like, oh, shit, can they see us down Like Saguaro National Park butts <clears throat> into it. You know, like this was actually yeah. Sweetwater Preserve, I think it's called. But then it t- it ties into a much bigger trail system. So we – and this is – we are at the end of the line. So so when we when we got out to uh, scout and do a little, do a little uh, running, that was one of the things we did was – Make sure that we we ran all, all along the ridge and, and the trail that that was adjacent to the house to make sure that um, we couldn't see down into the the backyard. And I mean, you can see that a backyard exists, yeah. but it's far enough away <clears throat> that you really can't. You, you'd really have you'd have to have binoculars and and be specifically looking. Which there are people hiking here with binoculars. I don't know if they're yeah. like bird watchers or what. I've seen people with binoculars. I don't know what they're yeah. doing. But they want to look at us through binoculars. You know what? Good on you. Uh, <laughs> exactly. You, you can get you get the show that you get. So yeah. Um, but but aside from that, um, if unless you're really dedicated in being a peeping tom, yeah. Um, you know this is a pretty safe location. Yeah, I think so. So, so we try and look at at outdoor location in terms of what kind of Airbnb do we have? What kind of privacy is there going to be specifically 
at the Airbnb. Uh, and then also, you know, we look at the interior too. What kinds of things look like it's going to be fun to do different things with yes. or on, especially like even the shower. Is it a place that you could, you know, have some fun shower stuff happening? Um, couch, is there an ottoman? Um, we definitely don't also don't want to um, have anything happen, any incidents in any Airbnbs <laughs> that involve us. So we're not trying to, you know, deface anybody's property or anything. <laughs> we, we are very respectful Airbnb yeah, guests. Right, right. So, we have a really good rating. We do. But but we want to make sure that, you know, we, we do like to continue to be sexually adventurous inside the home. Uh, and um, hopefully, who knows, hopefully nobody's ever had cameras. This place has, they disclosed on their site yeah. that they had a, a doorbell. Doorbell camera. So yeah. one of the things that we had considered was doing a pizza dare here. Because the location kind of looked like it would fit. We're away from home, so the chances of us knowing that delivery driver are zero. Right. Um, but then, you know, she, the, the homeowner disclosed a ring camera at the front door. It's like, so that, well. <laughs> that makes it a little bit more challenging. Maybe not. Maybe, maybe the pizza there is not going to happen here. Um, and for, for those who are uninitiated, a pizza dare is when you order pizza and then, um, in this case, Annie, would open the door and, and receive the pizza wearing something very, something, you know, revealing. some people go full on naked and, right. you know, turn around to bend over to get their cash and stuff <laughs> like that. We weren't going to do anything that adventurous, but uh, wearing <laughs> something. something, something less. Maybe a thong than, and a yeah, just see-through a shirt something. or something. And one of those things where if the driver was not into it, fine. Uh, he's just not going to pay attention. But if you, he, assuming it's a he, is into it, then uh, he gets a, a little sneak peek. Right. So, um, fun. Very, very uh, kind of frivolous and entertaining. But uh, not something that we necessarily want the homeowner to see on her ring camera. Right. <laughs> so. No, we definitely don't want anybody complaining. Yeah. So... I think those are the big things. And then we also, I mean, there's always cities that you can pick, like New Orleans is a great place to go and just be able to like be absolutely who you want to be. There's very little risk of, you know, that's a definitely, a, a, you know, you go down Bourbon Street and somebody's going to be dressed more risque than you are. So, I yeah. mean, that's a given. So, I mean, you're, there's a there's a fair chance you're going to see people just straight fucking or doing something. <laughs> And, and not really the people necessarily that you want to see doing right, it. Right, right. Um, but there's but, definitely going to be topless women and yeah. things like that happening. And, then, and so that, you know, if you're planning a, a sex vacation, you know, that, that that all goes into the planning. You know, when we wanted to do the Dom Sub stuff where I was going to be in charge of Annie's clothing, which meant she wasn't going to be wearing very much. <laughs> um, New Orleans was the the, yeah. the the logical choice because... You can go anywhere. You can wear just about anything. Nobody's going to say anything. They've seen it all. Right. <laughs> and they continue to see it all on a day-to-day -day basis. So you're not going to run that risk of offending somebody or, um, you know, somebody's going to be uh, grossed out and hiding their eyes and, you know, averting their, you know, children. If you take children to <laughs> Bourbon Street, you're doing it wrong. And there were some children there the last time, there, which was silly. Were. I don't so know. I, not what, to judge you if you've done that, but it just... Seems. I will. I'm, I'm judging <laughs> you, you. It's not something they need to see. <laughs> there are places in the world uh, 
for children and then there's bourbon street. Right. That's so, true. You're right. Um, but yeah. So, so if you're picking that, depending on what you want to do, you may want to pick, um, someplace like that. If all you're looking for is say, for example, you know, outdoor shots in nature, well, then you're going to pick something entirely different, but you, right. you got to know what you want and, and plan accordingly. But that requires some forethought. And, and here it's been challenging in terms of like the outdoor shots in nature because um, there are coyotes and there are javelinas. So there are animals, there are critters out because, you know, like if you, you think you could go out at daybreak and get some pictures before anybody else gets out on the trail. But that's when all the critters are still out there. So like the first morning I got up. And I was excited, but there was like, you know, coyote running around. This morning we went out um, early and I think we saw five coyote on the like streets a, like in our neighborhood. Of, pack of coyotes. So coyotes are everywhere, very common out here. Um, and then I ran another day and I saw, and there were a pack of javelinas I had to turn around for because I didn't want to run past them. Um, so therefore, getting naked on a trail for a f- quick photo op does not uh, <laughs> seem like that's going to work. You know, and photo ops notwithstanding, you can just file this under reason number 700 that Mr. A is not a fan <laughs> of the fucking desert. I love the <laughs> desert. but uh, so, so for those things, that hasn't panned out, but you know, you don't know, I mean, how that's going to work out, but we've done, we've done some other things while we're here. We went out one night. Um, and again, I'm not going to wear anything that's super risque in an, in an area like this. It's just not the type of place that where, where you see that, but I wore, um, something more risque than what you wear. Yeah. I wore a, a really like a short skirt with a thong that, and then, um, a see-through shirt with like a black bra that you could see, um, and he, Mr. A was hoping to get some, some shots of my bare butt and, uh, while we were playing pool. So we, we picked a bar, he, he researched dive bars in Tucson <laughs> and so tried to pick a place and they had like a variety show happening. Um, so there was already some kind of body fun happening. Um, and we were hoping that the pool room would then be left alone and it was, it was so we yeah. were able to then, um, get in there and, you know, have some fun at the pool table. Not as much fun as he would like to have had, but we get we had some fun at the pool table, <laughs> and uh, uh, I won at pool every time, whether I actually <laughs> won or not. I was winning. We so. are not very good pool players. <laughs> <laughs> there was at one point I thought this dollar might last us all mm-hmm. night because we were not yeah. hit any of them in. <laughs> yeah, and I got compliments on my outfit. So yeah, that's yeah, true. so that was nice. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not an outfit that I would wear if we were going out in, in our local town. Um, but it was, yeah, it was fine. Uh, so that's about as crazy as we got with like outfits around here, but we've, you know, we've done some other things and a lot of it is just being able to get away without, um, children calling us. And, you know, it's really just about focusing on each other and just being in a location that we know we're not going to be asked for any other favors or commitments or anything like that. This is just our time. So for that, the location, other than get an Airbnb off to yourself, you know, that's the biggest thing. We went um, a couple hours away before this a couple months ago where we just wanted to get away for the weekend. And that Airbnb was great inside, but the backyard 
people were like all around us. And so the backyard in the pictures looked like it was going to be great. And it had a fence and it said privacy. So they just didn't understand when we were thinking privacy, we really meant like privacy. We didn't mean privacy like you're not going to hop the fence into the backyard. We meant privacy like you can't see into the backyard. Yeah, like there was this older guy next door standing on the porch and we could see him the entire time. So he obviously could see us. I mean, there was no. (laughs) And we could hear him all the time. Yeah, right talking on the phone and whatnot. So we're like, oh, no, this is not a, you know, this none of the, this yard is private. Let's bring this in, inside, shall we? <laughs> but the interior was really nice. It was great. I mean, for what we wanted to do. The only thing bad about it were the acoustics. And if you heard oh, yes. uh, the podcast episode that we recorded while we were there, you know what I mean. It sounded like, and we had no idea, it because you can't hear it, while you're recording it, this yeah. might sound like trash too. I don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know um, yet. But you know, when we got back and listened to it to try to edit it, it sounded like we were podcasting from the bottom of a well. Um, and you know, you can't test the acoustics before you go. So. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, so that was maybe a negative, but but being you know, and that wasn't really just like an all out sex thing. Although we were you know trying to do some things related to our, our podcast and our brand and whatnot. But, um, I think that you just said our brand, I and, did. It, and it made me feel all warm and fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the first time she's ever said that. Yeah. Anytime we've gone on, um, we have visited a lot of, um, like water related places, a lot of Island esque yeah. um, places. And so for that, I think the hottest place for, Sex, probably Belize. Is that Costa Rica? Not Costa Rica. (laughs) (laughs) Pick one, sweetie. I don't. (laughs) It was a tropical area, uh, and I'm not going to say which of the two it was. Right, right, right. Although, if you read her erotica, it's called Costa Rica Story. (laughs) So. You figure out which That's one it hilarious. was. <laughs> Here I am trying to be all. Uh... <laughs> too late to be anonymous on that one. <laughs> anonymous with our locations, location adjacent. Uh, but this will throw them off the scent. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're just naming places. Right. Uh, now that was that was great um, because at that location there was actually a couple across. We were in like an inlet area. And so we were right on the water, but we were on like the fishing area before it went out, goes out to the ocean. Is that called an inlet? I don't know. I don't know my, my, my terms in terms of like waterways, but it was a channel and across the channel there, there was this couple that was uh, maybe even a group of people, but they were doing a lot of outdoor yoga. So they were often outside. They were often outside. And they were fucking loud. For yoga people, you don't expect yoga yeah. people to be loud. But right. They were. But I think one one day we saw them having sex in the bedroom. Remember through a window? You were like, yeah. they are having sex. Yep. So we were like, oh, they are having sex. Um. So, okay. I mean, <laughs> two can play that game. They're not going to be judgy about us now, are they? <laughs> <laughs> Although at least they were inside. So They were, but the window was open or the shade was open so we could definitely see them they didn't mind yeah they didn't mind so um but that that led to some definitely some very hot uh outdoor sex later in the week that um 
because we really were almost completely alone. Yeah. I mean, it had that feeling. And they would have to be, and I don't even know if they were there. That was, you know. Well, we had, we, but it was kind of a, so the, it's a, like a, I guess I don't know the terms either, but yeah. it's like a little canal, like a little inlet canal. Yeah. And there were just houses on both sides. Um, so we could see the people across, uh, but the houses on either side of us were empty. Yeah. So it didn't ra- it didn't matter what we did on the you know on the deck or the balcony. There wasn't anybody on either side of us that was going to see it. The only people that could have seen it were all the way across the uh, the canal, and you know, you know, tit for tat, I guess. <laughs> uh, no pun intended, but <laughs> yeah. So that that was really a hot time. Um, but even um, we had a different. We had a location somewhere else that was um, on an island, and uh, we had a saltwater hot tub, and it was way up on this cliff. And so we could look down and see, like, all of these boats and people on boats and sailboats and things like that uh, on the water. And you could hear music that kind of carried across the cliff, um, but in our own little private space it didn't feel like anybody could watch us. Now, maybe they could. I don't know. But we definitely I, got know, pretty hot and heavy outside there, we, too. We did. And that's a, that's kind of a situation that I think of not unlike the, the, the ridge trail behind us, where mm-hmm. technically, yes, you can see other human beings. Right. But unless those folks in the canal, that, I mean, that we, or not canal, whatever, the, the body of water, uh, you know, unless they were directly looking for us, on the porch um, with binoculars, they weren't going to see anything. But they could probably hear us. We could totally hear them. So. <laughs> right, yes. In terms of sound, we could probably... Yeah, they... they, they I'm not... Somebody... Uh, I try and be quiet when we're in public places. <laughs> <laughs> she does a pretty good job. But um, but we could also hear um, people on the who are st- not in the water, but... Sort of down the hill mm-hmm. from us, there was a there were a series of restaurants, most of which were closed, um, much to my chagrin. Um, but there was a bar down there, and, and um, so we could hear people, and, and they could hear us. And well, I, again, I assume they could hear <laughs> right. us because because we could hear them. So, um, and I think that if they if those people really investigated and wanted to like find where the noise was coming from, there was probably a spot <laughs> in the road to find us, but. Um, again, if you're going to go through that kind of effort and you're going to get an eyeful of us, okay. I mean, you win. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. I don't, you know, I don't care that that much. That was a vacation and I, and I did, I mean, we had a great time there. So, um, it it was coming off of the tail end of, of the pandemic. And so there were still face masks and things like that. And there was a food shortage, especially when you're when you're going to places that are far away on little islands. I mean, one, one of the people at a restaurant said they just, whatever comes in on this, this, you know, the ship is what they serve up. So it's like hit and miss every single day. But we, we literally had a couple of days where we couldn't find any food, but, but more importantly, um, we had a day planned of um, like a Dom sub, a full day of just me serving Mr. A and Mr. A had all these things planned, but the night before, um, all the restaurants were closed. Nobody, everybody ran out of food. And so we bought food at a grocery store to make, and we were in the middle of making our food when our gas stove ran out of gas. So <laughs> <laughs> so we could not do any cooking and we could not 
go out to eat anywhere because on this island, there were literally like were four restaurants and they all had run out of food. So we were, and we emailed um, our host. And so she said, I will send somebody with a gas tank tomorrow. And we didn't feel like we could start in on our adventures Right. that we were going to do until the guy came to replace our gas. I feel like he was doing one other thing there too. Like we had, there were two like maintenance issues that he needed, that, that needed to be taken care of, like the gas. And there was something else that we were kind of in limbo waiting on. In any case, he didn't come until like five. Yeah. And so we honestly, we spent all day. We spent most of our day, not that we didn't go do a few things, but you know, and I got a lot of reading done. Um, but <laughs> There was some frustration there because that was the day that we had set aside for some like an intensive play sesh- session, and then it got foiled. Foiled. <laughs> yeah, you know, life happens. Uh, but I was very, uh, I-, I was displeased with the way that that shook out. Um, but I mean, he rallied and adjusted, but yeah, I mean, it's still had fun. But oh yeah, um, yeah. If you're if you're just hanging around waiting for somebody to show up. And they may show up anywhere between like ten and five, you know, ten a.m. and five p.m. You're just like, well, I mean, I don't want to be in the in the throes or something when you know yeah. Stan, the maintenance man, shows up with a propane tank. So, right. Um, you know, you just you get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that we 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 have had the idea of trying out like an all inclusive like hedonist mm-hmm. in Jamaica and. Uh, we were real close to signing up for that, um, but th- this time of year it's seemingly very overly priced um, for like the holiday time period. So we really just thought, you know, that it, in terms of economics, it didn't really seem cost effective to go yeah. there when we could, you know, rent an entire house and be secluded there. There'd be a lot more exhibitionism happening. Yeah. Um, but there definitely are some things, I mean, like, you know, in a, in an all um, inclusive sex resort like that, if you've ever researched these, um, you know, you can decide to be completely nude the entire time. Um, but those are the places I think where we would have, we could really let loose on the Dom sub public side. Cause we really haven't done a lot of public Dom sub where other people recognize that we're doing something like that. Right. I, I think we could get away with that to a degree in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to go back there. I, the last time I, 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 mm-hmm. I tried uh, mightily <laughs> to get Annie to wear a collar in public. Yeah. Um, she was not going it's, for it. It's not even the collar that bothers me. It's what he has written it's the, on it's it. The tag. <laughs> it's the tag. <laughs> you know what? I, I think the tags are just fine. Yeah, you, um, you do. But <laughs> we could even leave the tag off. He orders there. them. Um, but I think, yeah. But I think even so, I, I think we could get away with that there. But that that is one of the thing that that really piques my interest is that I would like to do some some dom sub stuff in a more public forum. Just not even. I mean, it's all sort of sexual because it, it ticks that mm-hmm. that little box, but not overtly sexual. So mm-hmm. like. Um, you know, if 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 I had anywhere a collar or a leash, even if she was like <laughs> fully clothed, right? And and we were just walking, you know, down mm-hmm. the down the street. There's, I mean, there's nothing overtly sexual happening, but it's very sexual um, in in terms of the dynamic, and that that gets me going. So I, I think that's on the agenda, but we haven't we haven't got there yet. 
No, but, but I think it's coming. I think that I would like to do that. Um, that you can, you can rent sex for actual rooms, um, BDSM rooms. Like there's a place in Chicago that I've researched where you can rent by the hour that has like any like BDSM related equipment that you would want. Um, I think they would be good fun photo shoots to do. Um, but also, uh, it would just be fun to kind of explore some things that, you know, maybe we haven't done before. Um, and it'd be fun to then just to, you know, podcast and talk about the experience of that. Yeah. And you can, you can stay overnight in those places too. It just costs a lot more money, but you know, you could rent, <laughs> you can rent, like they have rooms in the, like a hotel or they have, I think like two main like playrooms that they rent by the hour. So you could like rent a playroom and then stay next door in a room. It'd be pretty cool. I mean, one one there was that was the one in Chicago. You found another one that was uh, in the it was in the south, wasn't it? Um, there were some Airbnbs. Yeah, that they, uh, they were spe- yeah. specific. Yeah, to, yeah. Um, uh, I think that would be lots of fun too. Yes, yeah, I, I was, they were just all they weren't actually they were two or three hundred dollars a night, but more importantly, they were all booked up. <laughs> so yeah, because I think I my preference was was to lean toward that because I think the 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 Chicago place was, I mean, you could rent by the hour or if it was overnight, it was it was really expensive. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really expensive. So, um, but I, I and if that's your thing, and I and we might get to it at some point, um. You know, go for it and look yeah. into it. Location is is important, um, but for the things that I want to do, I don't know that I need that. It, it'd be fun. It'd be kind of a kind of a lark. But uh, if if it's just a lark, the kind of money that they were asking for <laughs> yeah. was like, eh, do I want to pay that much just right. for like some funsies for a little bit? So I think you have to like recognize why you're going and what yeah. kinds of things you want to do. And so, you know, does it require, are you looking just for a space to be alone? Uh, do you need seclusion? Are you looking for a town that welcomes maybe unique outfits and whatnot? Um, you know, if you are, I mean, then all, you know, well, we wouldn't even get into the whole LGBTQ thing, but if yeah, you, I mean, if you are in a same sex <laughs> relationship, then you really have to, you, you know, my heart goes out to you because you have to really be a lot more careful and in, in looking for a, a place that is friendly and, uh, you know, is not yeah. going to blink an eye at, if you're, especially if you're wanting to f- flaunt what you got, you know, right. which is what we're trying to do sometimes. And so... That's yeah, we, we, we are we are two white people, a heterosexual white <laughs> right. couple that we're get a lot uh, less flack yeah. than than other people uh, doing the same thing or something very similar. But even so, like, and that's why we we have the you know the freedom to come to a place like Tucson. Right. Um, Arizona is not right particularly progressive. No. Um, so, but if you. And, and that's something that you need to consider. If you're, if it's, you're your- <laughs> it's funny because we, you know, places that we've been, um, <clears throat> other than New Orleans, New Orleans is our place of like just kind of letting it out. But, you know, we frequent Chattanooga and Tennessee is not a progressive <laughs> place. Uh, Tucson, um, we've been to um, St. Augustine. Um, I mean, that's really the only place in Florida, I think, that we've been. And that wasn't super sexy trip, but. No, that was not a sexy trip. It was a fun trip. It was a fun trip. But um, I mean, our, our agenda again, wasn't just there for sex. But I mean, like, it seems like we've we've gone to a lot of uh, conservative, conservative places. places. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? 
It's because these are the places that are warm that yeah. old people want to go to, and old people are conservative, man. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, they're, they're not snowbird snowbirding in uh, yeah, you know Minnesota. So I definitely said that today. We did a little bit of shopping, and it's like, oh, man, this is definitely a retirement <laughs> area. I mean, everybody, everybody that helped us was, yeah, of a retirement age. And the hilarious part, we look at this like, oh my God, look at all these old people. It's like, <laughs> I mean, that's, we're not real far from that right now. Oh, he's exaggerating. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're next. <laughs> yeah, we're, not, uh, we, we're not fresh out of college here. We so. <laughs> um, that's true. Uh, so I would say, you know, how much privacy do you want? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, how, how kinky are you planning to get on the trip? Those are kind of things yeah. to consider. And then also make sure that everybody's expectations, I guess, are on the same page because um, that matters too. You know, you don't, it's, there's a difference between the two of you deciding that you're going on this vacation whose prime, the primary intent is spending a lot more sexual time with each other and then just taking your significant other on a trip and hoping Hoping to have more sex or to right. just unwind and be able to to get it more often. That's that's you know you got to make sure that you that both people understand that the intent. Well, I mean, I mean, that, I think expectations is always important, but um, I think it's particularly true if you're taking you're dedicating time away from your job, your your kids, um, you know, your life, your and you're spending money affirmatively spending money to go do something else. Um, you know, you're, you're invested in this. And so what you want to make sure that you do to, to make sure that you maximize that investment is make sure you're on the same page. Yeah. Because if you don't, there's going to be a failure, um, in that, in that regard. And you don't, you don't want that. I mean, the, I, the worst imaginable <laughs> thing to me is to be like, if we had shown up here and then it was like, okay, we're going to do this, that, and the other. And she was like, well, I want to do, you know, the, the other, these three other things instead. And it was like, oh no. Or if you end up in a, in a fight or something like that, that would right. be awful. Uh, it'd be, you know, so you want to make sure that you're, that you're good to go before you go. <laughs> Even a couple, like we, we, um, obviously have a lot of sex adventures and, and are, and are very in tune with each other, but it's really easy to get one's feelings hurt when it comes to sex. So there's always a level that you have to be cognizant of. Um, in terms of like, you know, stroking egos and whatnot. And so it could be real easy to hurt somebody's feelings or to think, you know, oh, no, like, um, this isn't, you know, in terms of like, if if you're way off on the expectations, I mean, so it's definitely something because it can be it can be awkward, even even if you are very comfortable with the other person, when there is an imbalance, or when there is a difference in expectation, there, there can be some awkwardness. And so you don't, to avoid that, the only way to, you know, is to pre-discuss what's happening and make sure that, you know, you both are wanting the same things when you go, or at least there's, you know. There's some commonality. There's a commonality. Um, it, it, for us, it, it's it, that's relatively easy. I say relatively because Annie's the planner. So she, she will create an agenda for, you know, each, you know, here's, here's when our flight leaves. Here's the way we have to go. Here's the stuff we need to take. Um, here's how long we're going to be there. So we have, you know, this, that, and the other ready. Uh, and also I want to do these things that said, um, she is also not, 
I don't always have an appreciation for when she says, Hey, I'm going to go hike this trail. Um, like I'm probably not going to, uh, or I'm not going to hike at all. Cause I don't, I don't want to be out there all day. Um, and I don't love the desert because of all the shit that we talked about, like rattlesnakes and scorpions and cacti. Um, but you know, so if you're trying to fit in, okay, we want to do these sex things and we want to do these, you know, uh, you know, workout things. And we, you know, for me, it's like, Hey, and there's these like three locations I want to eat. I want to eat here. I want to eat here. I want to eat here. Um, because I'm a, I'm kind of a foodie. Um, you know, if you don't sit down and outline it, it, you can have some failures. And, you know, so day two or three here, I sat down with a notepad and I was like, okay, we got like three days left. Here's how I see these days going. We're going to do this, that, and the other, you know, we're we're planning this, you know, planning that, and, you know, we're going to go to this, this location, we're going to go to that location. And, um, you know, even then you're not going to get everything right. Um, I, and of course I hate vacationing on an agenda anyway, but, um, (laughs) That some things have to be planned. Some things have to be planned and it, and it matters. So um, if you're going to have an agenda, if there's a specific reason you're going, make sure that everybody knows <laughs> this is why I'm going or, you know, is this why you are going? Like, why are we doing this? So that's that's my two cents on the matter. Uh, I'm not I'm not as as much of a planner. Uh, obviously, as, as Annie is, but even I had to, to do my part. I definitely like to plan when whenever we're we're doing these trips, and also at all other times. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get more done when you make plans. Yeah, assuming that your goal is to always get more done. <laughs> That's not everybody's goal. I don't know goal. what he's talking about, guys. <laughs> So, um, I forgot what led us to there, but that was all I had to say about that. Do you have other things that you want to chime in about? I mean, I could, except I, I hate to like cut us off short, but I, the computer is getting ready to die. And so I've been, <laughs> as Mr. has been talking, I've been screwing around trying to find, we seem to be missing an adapter. So, um, I, I don't think I have anything else to say about that. Do you? <laughs> I think we've covered it. All right. So uh, if you have questions, comments, concerns, uh, email us, admin at com. There is a message feature on our website, com, uh, Or you can reach out to us on our socials. We're at Annie and Mr. A uh, on both Instagram and now on Twitter. Um, DMs are open everywhere, so you can... It's not hard to find us. So uh, reach out if you have something to say, if you have, um, if you think we, (laughs) if you think we messed this up, or uh, if you have other topics you think we ought to address, uh, let us know. If you like what we're doing, please feel free to support the pod. We've got a buy me a coffee link in the description. Uh, And we have Venmo, which is at any Mr. A and PayPal which I think is also at Annie Mr. A. So um, if uh, you you are so inclined, uh, please feel free to support us. Uh, we did have a sponsor for a couple of episodes, and 
that was enough for them. <laughs> I don't know if they ever listened, but um, that was that. So uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk to you next time.